It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Lakers, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Lakers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to the Locked On Lakers podcast. I'm Anthony Irwin. I am usually joined by Harrison Fagan, but he's dead. Uh, Portland Twitter came after him. His mentions are, are, are killing him. Uh, they're killing me, too. It's in, there, There's some really good ones out there. Uh, somebody said he has a pubic hair beard, uh, which is just, just phenomenal. Just really, really good. Uh, as always, make sure you guys are following the show on Megaphone slash Panoply, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Today's Fast Break, Spotify, Alexa, Lakers Nation, where Harrison used to write, Lakers Outsiders, where I write. You can follow me on Twitter at Anthony Irwin LA. You can follow Harrison on uh, on Twitter at I am dead now. Uh, you. <laughs> oh, hey, look at that. Har- Harrison, uh, Harrison is, is, is with us. He, he's, he's a ghost haunting everybody at this point. Because because his life ended a little too short. Uh, Harrison, let's go ahead and start by – I want to understand what the hell you were thinking when you sent out those tweets about Damian Lillard and Lou Williams and the Fail Blazers. I, I, it backfired. Like I would say I have seen tweets backfire. I have had them happen personally. I have never seen <laughs> – Hey guys. Um so first of all <laughs> I just I wanna say I'm sorry. <laughs> uh that one was my bad. <laughs> Harrison I was I mean I feel like I, I feel like most people know this, but you should kinda get like I, I'm, I'm kind of always kidding a little bit. Like it, it's kind of a personal flaw. I feel like most people in my life have either accepted that or they hate me, and you know, getting a lot more of the hate tonight because when you have guys like Matt Moore throw your tweet out there on, you know, into the interwebs, then things just like <laughs> stop going so well for you. Um. So yeah, when I sent that tweet, I was. I was mostly kidding. I was like, you know, I was trolling a little bit, but the Lakers were winning. I was like, you know what? I'm going a, I'm to a tweak. I'm going to poke the bear. I'm going to uh, tweak Blazers fans a little bit. And then all of a sudden, Damian Lillard started, like, hitting some shots. And I was like, oh, haha, of course, like, this is going to end with him hitting a game winner and then, like, ethering me on Twitter. And, like, I didn't actually think that was going to happen. But I just, like, said it. I'm like, I threw it out there. I'm like, oh, this will be funny. It's, like, self-effacing. Then he started to hit more shots, and 
I was just kind of like, well, oh, oh no, the Blazers have a lead now. This is not good. And then he hit all the shots, and the Lakers lost. And now you and my girlfriend are making fun of me on my own podcast, <laughs> and like people are telling me to die. So, um, as as you were talking, your hairline receded a little bit, and your beard yeah. got a little more curly. You know, it's uh, it's been a long day. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I uh, I, I was you know, it just not not a strong day for uh for Harrison. So so I want to again um I want to specifically get into like as it was happening the other day the Lakers were winning by 20, right? And Ingram got hurt and Isaiah Thomas came in and you and I both agreed that the Lakers could be up by 40 and we still wouldn't feel necessarily comfortable about what was going on. In that game, the Lakers were up by 10 against. I should have listened to myself. Arguably one of the most clutch players in the NBA in Damian Lillard. And you decided it was a good idea, Harrison. You, you thought to yourself, this might go well. Like there's a, there's a scenario here where. If the Lakers hang on, then I'm getting the opposite of this treatment. I took a gamble and I, I bet on the Lakers a little bit. And that was, that was a mistake. And that is always a mistake. And I'm here to tell you guys, don't ever do that. It could be against any other team. Can we can we go through? So you send out that tweet. I don't know exactly what time you send it out. Let's see. You sent it out at... It was somewhere in the third quarter, if I remember correctly. <clears throat> All right. So you sent it out at 934. We're recording right now at 1034. So you are at... Okay. So no, it was around the start of the fourth. It was late third, early fourth. Damian Lillard then goes ballistic and hits four consecutive three-pointers, one of which from the R, not even the S, the R in the Lakers thing on the court there, uh, running away from the basket, mind you. Like, while this was all going on, and then after that, he goes to his left, he steps back and and hits <laughs> another miraculous three-pointer. Like, as this is happening... I know you make you always make this face whenever I go into a point that you're always a little nervous about. Like on a scale, like what percentage of your face was eyes? Um I'd say about a quarter. <laughs> it was Yeah, I, I was not feeling too hot when this was going on, but I was like, hey, whatever. Like most people probably aren't gonna see this. And then people saw it. And so, you know, oops. It so, happens. It happens to the best of us. Some, sometimes you get flamed on Twitter. I'm just as we're recording right now. Damian Lillard hasn't quote tweeted making fun of me yet, but you please. know I'm assuming that that is going to happen at some point. I might snitch on you. I can't lie. Nobody, yeah. nobody's went and Twitter tattletailed yet. I'm going to right now. Oh well, this should go well. <laughs> I'm we'll going to do it by the time that we're I'm going to do it just like those. Just like the there we go. There's Dame Lillard. Just like those guys, you see this, bruh. Oh my God! No, come on. And it's sent. Well, there you go. yep. Now I'm now I'm done. I'm. This is the end of my career. <laughs> when we come back, we're actually going to talk about the game. We said to ourselves, "All right, we won't we won't take too much time on this." But Harrison, you deserve to get absolutely roasted.
not just because I'm I'm done with Twitter. This is it for me. <laughs> I might quit the show. It needs to get retweeted by Dave. Um, all right, we're going to take a quick break, and on the other side of it, we're going to get into there's some there's some reason for positivity after this game. Uh, I promise we will we'll still laugh at Harrison a little bit, but there is reason for positivity from this game. And then I also want to talk about Isaiah Thomas because I yeah we need to talk about Isaiah Thomas. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, Harrison... I'm gonna yeah. give you. I'm gonna give you a slight break here. I'm just gonna let you hang back for a second, and I'm gonna explain to you. If I would have told you before the season that one, we would be disappointed about the Lakers losing to a playoff team, right? You'd have, you'd be kind of surprised about that, right? Yeah, I mean, no, because nothing surprises me with Lakers fans anymore. Like yeah, they are a You guys are a passionate bunch, and. You know, like, like I am not surprised that people are calling for Isaiah Thomas to be like, I guess, I don't know, like cut after this game because the Lakers were playing well and people get high on their team. And that's what all fans do. They're just a lot more Lakers fans. And then, you know, they won five games in a row and then they lost the game against a playoff team. I am not surprised that people are flipping out because I think people people only want to believe in things being as good as like as they can be. So like when they see their team playing at their absolute peak, they want to believe that their team can be that consistently. When the, we've seen throughout NBA history, no team plays at its peak consistently. The Lakers were at their peak since the All-Star break. But the reason you have averages is because you don't always play to your peak. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> the Lakers lose to a playoff team, the playoff team that they just lost to, I believe right now sit in the third spot in the West. So they lost to an upper echelon playoff team at, at as it stands right now. They lost to that playoff team while that team is fully at, at full strength. They lost to that playoff team with three extra members of that playoff team on the court in the referees last night. They Yeah, I I thought it was weird the Blazers wore their pinstriped alternates, but you know. <laughs> I found it really weird that Blazers bloggers were trying to say that somehow the referee was bad in favor of the in, in favor of the Lakers. It's because every fan is convinced that the referees hate their team. Yeah. Tonight was pretty objectively bad, uh, in, in Portland's favor. And now the other thing that the Lakers had going against them was obviously they didn't have Brandon Ingram, and obviously they didn't have Josh Hart. And Isaiah Thomas remembered, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm a garbage can, uh, a five foot three garbage can, uh, and, and he played as such. So that, that tweet that our, our old original Lakers Outsiders founding member Matt Vazen had <laughs> of your like, I photoshopped Isaiah Spider-Man meme of the 
short Spider-Man pointing at the taller Spider-Man saying Isaiah in a dumpster outside Staples Center. I'm not going to lie. That made me laugh pretty hard. <laughs> so all of that was going on. Now people – now there's there, – sorry, live update. There's somebody angry right now mm. because of the rapper part of the tweet. They're like, bro, Dame is a way better rapper. You're crazy. <laughs> All NBA players suck at rapping. I'm just going to say his that. At, his at shockingly is Blazer, or his name is shockingly Blazers 32 and 26, 37 oh, yeah. and 26. Those so. people, those mouth breathers. So, yeah. <clears throat> so what I was saying, the reason I was I was offering up all that context is that the Lakers went up against all of that, and it took Damian Lillard seeing your tweet on the sideline and going nuclear nuclear. Hey, I'm just going to say, give Terry Stotts coach of the year right now. He had one of their analytics. As some intern, he's like, hey, watch Lakers Twitter and then send me anything for motivation. And, you know, that game ball to that intern and Terry Stotts. So uh, the Lakers, though, they go up against all of that. And and I don't know, they they just they should have won. I mean, Isaiah Thomas misses a free throw that would have brought it back to within two. And then get stripped 29 feet away from the basket. And on both that occasions. Was, that was the most Isaiah Thomas way that that could have ended. Yeah. That was... I was like, he's, I was like, this is not the guy they want to go to right now because he's been having problems getting a shot off over length. Oh, yep. Yeah, it got stripped. Yeah. It was really too bad. The ball goes up. Lonzo had no choice. I think they were out of timeouts. But they, he had no choice but to throw the ball up to the tallest person on the court. And that was Brooke Lopez. The ball makes a Lopez does a good job of catching it and staying in bounds. And I look to my right of Brooke Lopez and Brooke Lopez is right too. And the closest guy to him is Isaiah Thomas in like his, his perpetual pose of jumping up and down, doing jumping jacks to make sure the person with the ball sees that Isaiah Thomas is open 40 feet away from the basket. And as soon as I see that, I say, yep, this is over. Isaiah Thomas is going to get the ball. He's not going to be. Yeah, able to I, ha- I had absolutely no confidence that that was going to go well for the Lakers. Yeah, and, and mainly because that would be the way that it would work out worse for my personal life, and I always have faith in that coming flaming down around me. Mm-hmm. So I would say though that that again, the, the Lakers look. They're coming off of they had just won five straight, and that is all obviously reason for optimism and and belief in the progress. But then on top of that, you look at this kind of loss right here, where, look, I, I thought the Lakers were probably going to were probably going to lose by double digits going into the game. The Lakers hung tight throughout the game, the entire game. We're thinking to ourselves, wait, how are they? They're down five. The Lakers were undefeated since the All Star break too. They're a legitimately good team, led by like a great Lou Williams impersonator. <laughs> and so, and so, yeah, I mean, it's 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 tough. It's tough because you know you get you get annoyed. Um, you don't want to be overly reactionary, but at the same time, I get why people are upset with Isaiah Thomas. This is what people that were not bullish on that edition. This is exactly what they thought was going to happen, that in the clutch, he was going to end up not only he was going to end up trying to take over and trying to have a big high profile moment and get like his game winner and get paid this summer and like re uh, revalue his stock. Yeah. So I. Look, I, I wanted to make sure we pointed out the reason for continued optimism here, um, but I do want to talk about Isaiah Thomas because I'm I'm 
I was already dubious of the addition in terms of on-court stuff. And, and now we were both agree, though, that it wasn't – they didn't add Isaiah Thomas for on-court production. They did it to get rid of Jordan Clarkson's contract. But And to get a first-round pick. And it, like, to be fair to Isaiah Thomas, tonight it didn't work. Other night, The other nights since the All-Star break, people haven't really been complaining about Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, although – I. Again, I'll make the, I'll look. We'll take a quick second here. We'll, we'll have a short segment, and then we'll come back, and I'll and I'll give you reasons why even when the Lakers were succeeding with Isaiah Thomas, I was a little nervous about the ways that they were succeeding with him. Remember, guys, Anthony is the one that actually hates the Lakers. So just like go blow up his Twitter mentions. No, I I didn't lose the Lakers a game tonight. That was <laughs> that was all on you. So. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Isaiah Thomas, look, for last year, he was one of the better stories of all of the entire NBA, right? 5'6 guy who was somehow dominating and scoring nearly 30 points a game uh, against actual giants. Like there are studies done that show that NBA players are the peak of human evolution, basically. And, Other than Isaiah Thomas. And Isaiah Thomas is basically like if you've ever wondered what it would look like for like a normal human being, like a, a, a an average human being to just stand next to NBA players. That's what it looks like when Isaiah Thomas is standing next to even point guards, right? <laughs> like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not kidding. My, I've said this before, but uh, my, my, my girlfriend does not watch a lot of basketball. She asked if somebody's child had wandered onto the court. Yeah. <laughs> she's not the first either and she won't be the last to ask that question so uh all that said isaiah thomas to me i i don't know if he's an nba player right now i i just don't he anthony i'm here to prove you wrong he is on the lakers roster and playing an nba that's, game that's he's a, literally right, an so NBA he is player. literally an nba player but i don't, literally nihilistic rob palinka ready to uh ready to ma- remake an appearance but my concern with isaiah thomas is that in order for Isaiah Thomas to be worth as much as an as an average NBA player, he has to be thermonuclear. In or he, he needs to hit yeah, everything he shoots. He's such a minus on defense yeah. that he has to be just a destroyer of worlds offensively. And it, it's worth having him. I mean, it doesn't seem like the Lakers can give him the type of usage that he'd even need to be that level of contributor. You don't want to. If you're, not if with you're, the way he's been playing, and even if he had been playing that way, you still like the Lakers are trying to build something more sustainable here. They don't know that Isaiah Thomas is going to be back. I don't know that anyone really considers that particularly likely. And so what what makes me nervous? So when the Lakers were playing well and Isaiah Thomas was playing well, he was making those pull up jumpers and th- those pull up three pointers. Right, that as he shoots it, you're like, no, okay, cool, it went in, right. And and succeeding with that type of shot selection to me is a great way to fail later on <laughs> in the process. And now the other thing too is that uh, Isaiah, to his credit, recognized that he isn't able to gain the separation that he's been able to. 
right? That, that he had been. Yeah, able and they to were trying to run him off screens more and things. But like when you have possessions like at the end of the game, he can't just get like he he thought he was Kobe and he wasn't. And so shout, what, shout out to Draymond but, Green. But what Isaiah Thomas was doing, to his credit, was he was basically he was handling pick and rolls, going into it, looking to pass. And defenses, while they were still anticipating him to look to score, weren't able to figure things out and get ready for him to be a distributor in those situations. And so what was happening was that these defenses or these defenders, especially the guys guarding the the roller, um, they they weren't able to adjust in time. And and Zubats was getting easy looks and Randall was getting easy looks. and, And all these guys who were just rolling through the basket were getting easy looks. Because defenses weren't properly set up uh, and and maybe didn't scout Isaiah Thomas properly tonight or last night was the first time that I saw a team basically tell Thomas, no, you're going to beat us with scoring. We're going to we're going to flatten you out or we're going to we're going to back way off. We're going to guard the roller. And if we don't, we aren't they weren't necessarily. Are we sure that was intentional or just Damian Lillard not guarding his man? Well, no, it was the it was the, the guys guarding the screener we're yeah. doing it right they were they were dropping I, I just yeah. I, i'm just at this point i'm going all in <laughs> they they're drop they were dropping way back and those pockets to make the pocket pass were smaller yeah. or what was happening a lot too was they thomas was able to pass it to the to the roller but the roller caught it with a defender right in front of him in containment right and and the roller wasn't able to be as successful and what concerns me with isaiah thomas is look if he now defenses, you know, I'm sure some other team out there, a, a smarter team, is going to look at the tape there and they say, they're going to say, okay, yeah, we'll just treat Thomas the same way. And I don't know if he is able physically to now readjust to the way he's being played as a as a passer and try to score off of these pick and rolls. And I don't know if the Lakers want him to try to do that because I don't think that's going to turn out very well. And so, you know, yes, it's it's going to feel like I'm completely reactionary to to Isaiah Thomas's one bad game since the All-Star break. But even when he was you playing reactionary? Yeah, I know. What? Even when he was playing well though, I was still a little dubious about the way he was succeeding. No, I mean, I think we all were. Yeah. And 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 look, look, it, it's it sucks because he was such a great story and and it looks like he just cost himself a ton a, a, a not figurative an actual literal metric ton of money but like uh, one could say a brink truck a brink truck's worth uh, there was a there was a brink truck on its way to staples center it it car crashed as badly as my attempt to troll blazers fans i like i this is going to sound mean and it is mean but like picture so last year it was isaiah thomas saying back the brink truck truck up right and then now he's like well can you make it a a semi big u-haul can you make it a small u-haul can Lakers make, aren't backing up the smart car. Yeah, like, can you back up like a a toy a, a Tykes Toys plastic wheelbarrow with money? <laughs> and, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, but like the NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I mean, yeah, like Isaiah, I, I don't think 
like we can crap on him all we want, but I don't think he's going to be back. And I think that tonight was kind of like this was bad Isaiah. So there are going to be nights where we get good Isaiah and there are going to be nights where we get bad Isaiah. And I think we have to know going in that that's just going to be the case and not really just swing pendulum wise too far either way. Like he's just he's going to have games right now while he's recovering from this injury and maybe for the rest of his career. He's going to have games where he looks good and he's going to have games where he looks really bad. And tonight was one of the really bad games and it came at a really bad time. But I think the part like getting back to the positivity that you mentioned earlier, the Lakers were still in this game. If Damian Lillard had went nuclear because I tweeted something dumb, (laughs) then like the Lakers could have won this game. So put this one on me. Put this one on Isaiah Thomas. And uh, I guess, yeah, we can just me and him. We'll take the credit or blame. I I, I hope uh, I hope that, you know, again, we see more of good Isaiah Thomas, not just I, I. I hope we don't see so much that the Lakers mess around and re-sign him in the offseason. <laughs> like that would be that would be a disaster. Isaiah Thomas and Brooke Lopez back on max <laughs> deals, KCP at the mid-level. So like that would be that would be a a devastating way for this story to end, but I also I do want Isaiah Thomas to cash in a little bit because he did work his ass off to to have the no, success it's, that he it's had. No, it's really last crappy year. the way the Boston treated him. Just like bring the, letting him play through that like really bad injury and make it worse while like while his sister like out, like in the wake of the death of his sister's death and like yeah. all of that like all the emotions that they like drummed up around all that and then like to like kind of mishandle his injury and then just ship him to Cleveland in the offseason. Like I get they had you got to make a deal for Kyrie Irving. Like sometimes you have to be heartless in this industry as a general manager. But, you know, like on, on a human level, you want to see that guy kind of get what he had earned before like life kind of turned for him. Right. So uh, we will we will see how this turns out. The Lakers, I believe, don't have another game. I'll, I, I do think it's worth we should maybe mention Lonzo at one point was kind of working on his knee tonight. Did you see any updates on? Yeah, he said he said he banged it and he had to run it off. So we'll see if anything uh, happens with that. There was no real update on it. They didn't like release an injury report, but apparently he admitted that he banged it. It was bothering him. He said he tried to run it off. Um, The other Lonzo update was Yusuf Nurkic just ethered him and uh, was talking about Lillard's shooting. And he said that was big baller. Oh, well. I wouldn't say ether. Ether is what's happening to your mentions. Yeah, that's true. Um, Like athletes, athletes, everything gets built up like three and a half times what it actually was. So that was like that was my job. I I am. I am the clickbait. That was a That was a cute joke. That was a that was a fairly nice joke from from Yusuf Nurkic, who was. I can't I can't wait for the LeVar Ball Yusuf Nurkic feud. Uh, LeVar should probably watch himself. Nurkic's dad is like legitimately terrifying. Hey man, like they probably they they won't be able to find him in Lithuania. You'd be surprised. <laughs> Nurkic is just everybody listening. Let's start beef. Let's Google, start beef. Everybody listening, Google some of the stuff that Nurkic's dad has to his name and and some of the mafia ties that are that are kind of going on there. It's it's, it's well, little, I'm, I'm glad I, uh, I'm glad, I'm glad I criticized Willard instead of him. Then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't, I would actually be having a, I'd have to find a new host. That'll do it though for this. You, epi- you might have to find one anyway after tonight. What's funny is that, oh, uh, we, I won't make the joke. All right. Yeah. That'll do it. That'll do it for this episode of the Lockdown Lakers podcast. This was a slightly shorter show just because it was mostly just a, a, a gamer, a recap. Um, but again, there's reason still it was it was an annoying loss it was a frustrating loss it was still a lot of fun to watch Damian Lillard to just watch him go off and it's 
And it's just another reminder of how badly the Lakers need that kind of guy who can just get a shot because down the stretch of that game, like KCP couldn't do anything right. Isaiah Thomas definitely couldn't do anything. There was nobody KCP on the Lakers. KCP couldn't do anything right. That is a that that's like evergreen statement. Yeah, and, and well, so I guess since the All Star break, he's been good. But. The the Lakers need badly need somebody who can get their own shot um, consistently, and they just they just don't have that guy right now. And if they did have a guy like that, they might be able to work something out. But they sadly do not. The Lakers lose to the Portland Trailblazers for now. I think it's a fifteenth straight time. That's annoying. That's an annoying stat. Yeah, that one's that one's on me, guys. <laughs> My bad. We have some fun shows coming up for you for the rest of this week. Uh, Harrison is is going to lick his wounds. We'll see the next time he's able to to come on the show. I'm I'm not coming back. This is this is it for me. All right. Well, it was a good ride. We we had some. I Anthony. I'm just gonna say I thoroughly tolerated our interactions. Ditto. <laughs> have, <laughs> have a good one, everybody. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 